The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. With the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net, this is Nonstop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is when you hear my voice when your speakers out there. You're now tuned into the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Albums with puns full of light. Yo, it can overlap the sun. They run it back before the track is done. Rap is done. Most songs lack the fun. Whacking buns. Got us all acting dumb. Made a pack to run the game when I get a chance. Distract the nuns with these words. I advance. Gossip. I'm feeling like an apostle. Novel with the heat. These audio novels. Marvel like Comic Con. Blue phenomenon. You a soccer mom. I be kicking rhymes in the octagon. With no squares in my circle. Patience is a virtue. But I can't wait for us to burst through the game. You gon' know my name when it's done. From here to the land of the rising sun. Turn it up to the max. I Made a name from the bottom of the map. No change, I'm the same old cat with an abstract brain. We're playing our tracks. Turn it to the max. To the maximum, well suited for the job, but ain't slacking none, no packing guns. Still aiming for the stars. Passion runs deep, I love making bars through a fish eye lens. Astounded when they get the picture, because my vision's well rounded. Look in the clouds, that's where I'm founding. Painting blue skies, more flows than the fountain of youth. Young with an old soul, never bound to. These lies they supply only round truth. I ain't hearing that trash, every soundproof. Anything from their mouth's cap like a crown tooth. Liabilities, lie on their abilities. When Achilles is killing me, I rely on agility. Mobility from dreaming is real to me. If you're not a fan of nobility, you might not be feeling me. Cool. Bust a rhyme on my woo ha. Then find peace of mind on my woo side. Stay away from the demons and brew highs. It's to the max anytime you introduce us. Wait. Bust a rhyme on my woo ha. Then find peace of mind on my woo side. Stay away from the demons and brew highs. To the max anytime you introduce us. Turn it up to the max. Made a name from the bottom of the map. No change, I'm the same old cat with an abstract brain. We're playing our tracks. Turn it to the max. Uh, uh, the max. High volume. To the max. To the max. Yeah, to the max. Uh, uh, the max. Everything to the max. To the max. To the maximum. Uh, 
lost art Tony Stark parts Powers in the heart Shine when it's all dark Paul Blart's better roll back Like the prices of the Walmart Nice just put the message Write my rhymes on the Hallmark Card, oh God When this song starts Heads go nod We go hard Even though the flow's calm As a sonar My current thoughts flow far And wide Bunch of caricatures Hip-hop's lights for the post Not enough characters With characters So it's time for me to change that Dope beats and rhymes We can arrange that Turn it up to the max Made a name from the bottom of the map No change, I'm the same old cat With an abstract brain We're playing our tracks Turn it to the max Gentlemen, to start your evening off, your listening experience with some really good music. As we just got finished checking out the latest single from Sky Blue, that one right there was called To The Max from off of his Keys of Light album, which is available now. For those of y'all out there that like real good music, definitely go pick that up. It's available now wherever you love to stream your music. But for those of y'all out there that's just tuning in, welcome to the show. It's your boy Emilio Wagbar, and this is the Nonstop Radio Show on your dials, the hottest hip-hop and R&B show this side of the net. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Nonstop Radio yeah. 212, to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip-hop you shows, favorite hip-hop shows. So keep it locked, folks. This is Nonstop Radio. You know what I mean? I feel like I've become a professional, you know? So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, peace. Bro, check it out. It's hard to believe that now I wear my heart on my sleeve. Used to wear a sleeve over my heart. That was my starting point. Guarded, shielded, concealing how I'm feeling. Thinking of keeping it hard meant not being revealing. But I really never felt hard inside my heart. I love people. I never want to tear them apart, but some kids are mean, even before they turn teens. Made me want to stick to myself and stick to my team. A small circle was never really one for the fanfare till I made my first fan. Now I understand real clear. I feel the pain of others sincere and vividly, so I don't have to live it to know and show them some empathy. So now I empty these more blanks repeatedly and feel a sense of pride when they say my rhymes repeating me. The way they're treating me, I feel like a pro. Y'all show me love on the rag. Thanks for letting me know, yo. Now everywhere I go, they're like, Yo, that's a pro. See me at a show, they like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro. And everywhere I go, they like, yo, that's a pro. See me at a show, they like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flows, like, yo, that's pro. Yeah. They say sales and streams make them see successful But I put balls over numbers like repeating decimals Some be so stressful, down deep they rest So I just try to keep it peace before it seeps in my temple So I freak the beats when I speak, peaking the decibels Would never set up an average, I'd rather reach incredible Levels inevitable, y'all should peep my schedule You'll find me eating vegetables at several Greek festivals My dear partying, not like the rest of you Didn't get this lyrical by doing what the rest would do I never rested, dude, son, I got my lesson 
lessons too. College professor, call me mister, cause respect is due. I got a question, dude. If you could only spit one verse, would you rhyme about yourself or uplift the earth? Would you lie about your wealth, gross, and total worth? Before you lie you by yourself, face full of dirt. I think you done some dirt. You done when you was a kid. You wish you wouldn't have done, but you didn't. It's done dead. Son, kid, I ain't trying to act a holy father. But if you think you're nasty as Nas, I'll son you old dog. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. See me at a show, they're like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro. And everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. See me at a show, they're like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro. The nonstop radio show. Nonstop hip hop. The hottest underground hip hop and RB show on this side of the net. Don't you touch that dial just yet, ladies and gentlemen, because joining us in just a few, we have Royce DeZorzi, our special guest, going to be dropping by here tonight on the show. But up next, here's Damon with the raw uncut. Keep it locked right here to the hottest hip-hop and r show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. If you're looking for the raw, yeah, I'm taking over. Dang, got raw, they all baking so. Like the wild outdoors, never innocent, I'm menacing Nigga, pray for the minister that's praying over me For Satan, take him away Basically forsaken, your faith is shaking the day, ain't it? The most hated, but self-love is so damning It's okay if you hate him, homie, gon' say it With your chest even, to your chest heaving I heard it's good for you babies like you were breastfeeding Bitch niggas, you're more pussy than wrist slitters With your misgivings, the Mississippi's a big river I give a shit if you drift in it, drown in it Your dead body, you probably add to the brown in it It's hip-hop, I ain't came in a clown with it I'm pissed off, your lame's playing around with it This ain't God if we shoot 18, that's the Remington The kind of cut that you ain't seen in your life If you're looking for the raw, yeah, I'm taking over They ain't got raw, they all baking so Now they all raw like I'm hating on Wanna go to war, then I'm waking on If you're looking for the raw, yeah, I'm taking over They ain't got raw, they all baking so Now they all raw like I'm hating on Wanna go to war, then I'm waking on The dope man, you came with a straight razor Your blade make fillets of haters in grave danger That same angle you came with, it can't save you You play gangsta, I'm thinking the same thing with it Let's say I shank you, I'm fooling like it's an accident Years pass, we look back and we laugh at it Our kids dancing the tunes, we made adapting it Remember dad and his cool friend who was stabbing shit Until I'm grabbing it, jabbing it through your abdomen And your women and children making a massacre Just imagine it, went from saint to a savage with it While painting elaborate pictures of changing your matter quicker From solid to liquid until they give me the gas chamber The probable killer was all built from a past anger So father, forgive him, remember I'm never innocent though That's the problem that I ended before with your life If you're looking for the raw, yeah, I'm taking over They ain't got raw, they all baking so Now they all raw like I'm hating on Wanna go to war, then I'm waking on If you're looking for the raw, yeah, I'm taking over They ain't got raw, they all baking so Now they all raw like I'm hating on Wanna go to war, then I'm waking on The non-stop radio show Non-stop hip-hop The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show On this side of the net Want to be heard on the Nonstop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 
at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The Non-Stop Radio Show. Non-Stop Hip Hop. The hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Well, you know, I'm just happy y'all came out today. You know, I ain't seen y'all in a long time. Said my whole fan made it to the cookout. We made it. Smoke a little weed, who to look at? Empty red cup, need a real. Big place sitting with my feet up. The whole fan made it to the cookout. We made it. Smoke a little weed, who to look at? Empty red cup, need a real. Big place sitting with my feet up. The fan run deep in the blood thick And pan can't come, she be on that dumb shit Stay late and we out till the lights lit The food ready now, march to a drumstick Big John greedy with his two plates Overcooked beef got me with a two-face Got her eye blind, she don't see straight Now I'm someone else, I'm a deep fake Yeah, I always run with the deep state Big mama made sure my teeth straight We stay apart more in these days But I let you win, I had keys made been a long time and it's all love And we go back, we were bear cubs All the bullshit got you fed up Life is a coin flip, gotta keep your head up The whole fan made it to the cookout We made it Smoke a little weed, who to look at? Empty red cup, need a real Big place sitting with my feet up The whole fan made it to the cookout We made it Smoke a little weed, who to look at? Empty red cup, need a real Big place sitting with my feet up When I pull up can I join ya? Don't be tripping. Yeah, I'm coming. I'ma make it. I ain't late yet. Why are you waiting? Ooh. I got a recipe that was passed down. Been a long time, we on new ground. Little cousin came, he a class clown. He a young king with a new crown. Everybody got they one. Family member and they act so dumb. 99 problems and the bitch ain't one He got 9 to 10 kids, ain't support yeah. now one Get down, baby, we get down 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 Uptown, baby, for the crowd Get down, baby, we get down Get down, baby, we get down Get down, baby, we get around hey, hey. Said my whole fan made it to the cookout We made it Smoke a little weed, who to look at now? Empty red cup, need a real. Big place sitting with my feet up. The whole fan made it to the cookout. We made it. Smoke a little weed, who to look at? Empty red cup, need a real. Big place sitting with my feet up.
the non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. Wow, what's poppin', you dig? This G-Quick, straight from the N.O. New Orleans, you heard me? And you're tuned in to Non-Stop Radio with Emilio Eggball, the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net, you heard Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Once again, it's your host, Emilio Eggball, and I want to say thank you to each and every one of you out there like now that's listening for tuning in. If you have not done so yet, it would do me so much... So much happiness if you guys go follow us on IG at EJP underscore entertainment. But here we are now at the point of our show where we are joined by our special guest. And here on the line right now, we have with us Royce DeZorzi on the line. So please help me give him a round of applause and welcome him to the show. Royce, how's everything? Hi, right, thank you very much. Hey, great to, great to talk with you, Emilio. Hey, it's good to have you on the show, man. Welcome. We definitely appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in here and call in and, you know, share your story with us, man. So, you know, with that being said, for the audience out there that's listening right now, what we like to do here on the show is when we begin these, you know, discussions, we like to give the guests, you know, a chance to, you know, tell the audience a little bit about themselves. So if you would, please, you know, you know, introduce yourself, let the audience know who you are. Thank you very much. Well, my name is Royce. And I play acoustic guitar, finger-picking style, and just did a solo record. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when you say finger-picking style, what does that mean exactly when it comes to playing guitars? Well, um, I guess in the context of this music, it's mellow and melodic and soothing. You know, I just play it with my fingers. Oh, okay. And uh, there's a lot of different movement, you know, on the on the. Um, yeah, with the fingers on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Now, does that tend to like you know hurt your fingers when you're using just you know your fingers as opposed to actually using a guitar pick, or is that just you know all uh, what they would say a uh, 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 a myth when it comes to that? Oh, you know, it takes time, and for me, I spent years with my hands hurting <laughs> for getting certain styles down. You know, when mm-hmm. I was playing upright bass and stuff too, it takes a lot of time to get your hands to adjust and that's where upright bass taught me a lot is -hmm. because the strings are so big and so thick you know Mm -hmm. if your fingers can handle that they can handle the guitar Mm -hmm. so that's what i had to tell myself for a long time because it takes your muscles time to build up and adjust Mm. now you know my father when i was growing up he you know played guitar a lot he was more so uh 
bass guitar player and he tried to teach me how to play guitar so many different times and i just didn't find interest in it i don't know it was probably because of you know the way i had the whole things and the whole with the hand eye coordination and everything but i always found you know people that could play guitar to be you know some of the best musicians out there like when you look at people like you know some of the most infamous you know guitarists that you know a lot of us know of you know one that comes to mind to me is Jimi hendrix because i grew up listening to him and then you know i hear a lot of other you know guitarists i don't remember them by name but the most notable one that comes to mind is always Jimi hendrix and it's like you listen to some of these guitarists like they're some of the like the most genius mindsided people when it comes to playing an instrument excuse me an instrument would it would you say that it was you know difficult for you to learn how to play or was something that once you learned it came natural to you i really appreciate you asking that question and i appreciate you mentioning hendrix because for me, I always admired Jimmy mm-hmm. as a someone who just had so much soul, who kind of, like what you were saying, was able to tra- translate it through the guitar. Mm-hmm. And that's so genius, you know? He had such beautiful soul that just came straight through the guitar. So for me, my brother, my older brother was a guitar player, and I always wanted to play when I was younger, but I could never quite pick it up. I could never understand it. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, oh my gosh, the, the guitar is the coolest thing ever. Anyone who can play it, you know, that's it just amazed me. So my brother, like kind of like you, when you were a kid with your dad, my brother would sit me down and show me things when I was a teenager and I could just never grasp it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until after he passed away and I inherited his guitar from him and I tried to sell it to a friend of ours because I still didn't feel like I was capable of playing it. The friend sat up, sat me down and showed me some basic things. And for some reason at that point I was 18 years old and it just clicked, Mm -hmm. you know, I just started to say, Oh my gosh, I see how this works. I see how that works. Mm-hmm. And then from there, that's where it took, took the time and practice, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, with that said, you know, we do want to, you know, extend our condolences to you and your family, you know, on the loss of your brother. You know, I know it's very difficult losing a sibling because, you know, my mother, she just lost her brother as well. So, you know, I, I, I see, I haven't experienced it yet, but you know, I can understand, you know, the hardships that come along with that. So, you know, my condolences to you and your family. Well, thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, absolutely welcome. And, you know, getting back to, you know, the thing about, you know, guitars, you know, the the musical genius that comes with some of the players out there, you know, it's like, you know, when you think about guys like Jimi Hendrix, like, to them, it was like, I don't know, like, watching them, like, what I get from watching him, it was almost like an extension of his body, the way he had complete control and mastery over the guitar. And then I look at a lot of other musicians that are well-known for the instruments they play, and it's like, it comes off as an extension of their body. Have you gotten to that point? yet are you still working towards that you know i think i think we're all always working towards that i'm all, i'm always working towards that but when mm-hmm. you talk about players like Jimmy, yeah you could see man he had it you know mm-hmm. he was so it, the the word extension of his body is just a perfect way to put it because that's that's the way it's got to be you know he's when like in jimmy's case he was tuned in you know he's like a conduit mm-hmm. and he's channeling something you know mm-hmm. and it flows through him through the guitar so that's a that's a good thing to remember you know that's one of the things i always want to work towards mm-hmm. 
And with that said, like when it comes to your style of, you know, playing guitar, what would you say you would be classified in? You know, there's a lot of people think that when it comes to guitar, everybody quickly associates it with, you know, rock and roll, punk rock, heavy metal, those different type of genres. But people don't feel, fail to realize that, you know, guitars is used in very other genres of music as well. So like, what would you consider your music to be classed as? Well, thank you for asking, because I think a lot of people would listen to those kinds of guitar styles and associate it with folk music. Mm -hmm. But I always have to have to fight for the music is rooted in the blues. Mm. Okay. You know, blues, like, you know, blues is kind of like one of those genres that isn't really talked about a lot like that no no more. Like, you know, you have a lot of good blues, you know, musicians. Like, you got Satchmo. You got a lot of people out there that, you know, tend to get overlooked because of blues. Like, how do you feel about, you know, the way blues is looked at in today's music society? You know, just like any genre, it's, that's a great question because... The way that, uh, I don't know, maybe it's the way that music is consumed today with the internet and stuff. Mm -hmm. It encourages people to look at genres, or it encourages the companies that manage the music to present the genres mm -hmm. as very prepackaged, um, sharply delineated things, you know? And mm -hmm. it's really not that way. I mean, and you can hear it in people's playing in certain contexts. Like, I've seen it a lot in Denver. As much as I love the city, there's just a lot of pencil necks who play the same stuff that, you know, it was, it's not the 1940s, you know, and the jazz clubs and stuff. So the jazz scene in Denver is very, uh, there's a lot of people who are like in their 20s wearing suspenders and wax mustaches, you know what I mean? <laughs> playing the same stuff on the trumpet that Satchmo was playing. So mm -hmm. it's just, to me, that's a little, I mean, I don't want to talk smack about anybody and everybody's got their own thing, but mm -hmm. when I think about genres, the blues or jazz or whatever, I suppose it's important to look forward and not look backwards and remember that those terms, they came about in a time as mm -hmm. things were happening. And that's why it was called the blues. And I always remember Miles Davis saying, you know, the, the music of the future, there's a revolution going on with the synthesizers and whatnot. And I believe it was in the eighties when he said this, he said the music of the future, you know, it may be the same thing, but they're not going to be calling it jazz, mm -hmm. you know, or they're not going to be calling it the blues or whatever. And I suppose, you know, rose by any other name. So I, I, I uh, make sure to think about genres in that way, you know, as they're just that, you know, mm -hmm. they're, uh, they're just boxes. Mm, that's very interesting, you know, a question, especially nowadays, like when you look at hip hop, you know, at one point it was just, you know, hip hop and rap. You know, now you got so many different subgenres where you got trap, you got drill, and you got so many different ones. Like, you're right, you know, yeah. especially nowadays with music, you know, music isn't made the same as it was back in those days. And also music isn't consumed in the same manner as we used to. Like, you see, before, you know, full-length albums would normally be about, you know, 20 songs, and all of the songs mm -hmm. when they're lasting about anywhere between three to five minutes. Nowadays, you know, with the emergence of social media platforms such as tiktok that you know they thrive off of short form content you know a lot of people mm -hmm. consuming you know music at such a smaller clip now that people don't really sit and take time to process music anymore so like does that hurt or does that you know help the way you produce your music oh man that i really don't know that's a great point because I think about that a lot with the short form video content just taking over people's attention. Mm -hmm. And I suppose 
as long as that's going on, there's a lot of white noise. But at the same time, it it shows people how precious an album is. I mean, I think I I think vinyl record sales have gone up or whatever in the last few years. It seems like a lot of people like to buy vinyls and you know are uh, now appreciating the shape and the structure and the format of the full length album more. Mm-hmm. And I see. I mean, I thought about doing because Spotify and the streaming platforms when you release music, they make it very they they make it so you want to release singles because they give you a chance to submit to the Spotify team to get, you know, a big feature so that your, your music gets heard by a lot of people on a playlist, but you can only submit one per album. So it's kind of set up in a way that encourages people to release singles and short form content on the streaming platform, so to speak, as compared to full length albums. And, you know, I'm just seeing the industry go that way because maybe it's just naturally going that way, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, spurring people to appreciate the full-length album more. To me, when I look at the, you know, the current state of the music industry today, it kind of reminds me of the whole discussion, like what they're having right now with inflation. Like you have so many, you know, artists out there right now that's producing so many or putting out so many songs that, you know, is being consumed at a rapid pace, almost to the point where I feel like everything is kind of watered down. So it's like, use it's a tougher, you know, it's a tougher task nowadays to actually, you know, you know, dig through and, and find those good quality records out there. Are you one of those that, you know, emphasize more when it comes to quality or do you like quantity more? Oh, of course, quality. And like you say about records, I always think in this day and age, it's so special to hear music that's recorded live, you know, as a live performance. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody say that if the majority of the music you're listening to is recorded and you're not seeing any live music or hearing any music that's happening, right in front of you, then you're missing something in your life. And I've always found that to be true for myself. You know, there's nothing more precious to me, or there's nothing that feels more nourishing, like chicken soup for my soul, mm-hmm. than a acoustic guitar recorded straight to tape, or mm-hmm. something like that, something that's happening in the room, and it's very natural. And if you're listening to the recording, you're listening to the recording of what happened in that room, mm-hmm. with no trickery behind it, you know? And I love samples, I love, um, you, you know, everything with the drum machines, and having been to the moon and back with all the samplers and stuff, mm-hmm. there's still nothing that touches my heart. And I think a lot of people's more than something that's really live, natural and in the room. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like you look at the way music was produced back then more analog, whereas now in this day and age, it's more so digital. And it's like, you know, you got so many different programs and, you know, equipment has become so affordable now that everybody practically out there is making music now. Whereas, you know, you put like the the analog way in front of a lot of people, they can't make music like that. And with that being said, like when you are in the process of creating music, does it hinder you more so to work digital? or do you prefer more so to work analog but you can still bounce back and forth between the two see now that's a great question and you're right a lot of people really struggle to work without piecing things together in the computer mm-hmm. but for me you now i always like to put things straight to tape but at the same time i found ableton to just be a powerful arranging tool oh, yeah. you know so i'll use the computer i'll sit down and just run the mics forever because I'm not worried about wasting tape. Mm-hmm. And then I can just jam things out, go back, cut things up, never to put on a record, but for my own listening and mm-hmm. then play it again, you know, or sometimes I'll record improvisations and just release those. Mm-hmm. So it always works out to be live, but I still use the power of the computer 
just to organize the notes, you know? Absolutely. And it's very interesting that you brought up, you know, Ableton Live, because that's one of my favorite programs. Only thing that I couldn't get past with using that particular doll is the learning curve. Like it's a, it's, it's a very powerful doll. And that's, that's one of the things that made me transition into using Studio One more so because of its ease of use. But when it comes to like, you know, using Ableton, like the live performance aspect that you get with using Ableton and then you can go back and like you said, rearrange, chop up things, remove stuff add stuff it makes it so much more flexible to use that and then for the fact that you can you know combine both analog and digital when you're using you know ableton live like i've heard i've heard you know well-established musicians such as you know dj jazzy jeff even said it that if they had ableton back when you know analog was king a lot of the music that was made back then would have been made a lot differently do you agree absolutely yeah yeah because a lot of the music that was made I don't know, think of the 60s or the 70s, like huge heyday for some really big records that people still talk about today and try to get that sound today. Mm-hmm. It was all, they were pushing the equipment and they were trying things out because they were, you know, trying to get the sounds you hear in your head. That was happening at Motown. That was happening at the studios Jimi Hendrix was working in and, you know, all the great records from back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like the analog equipment was constantly developing and being pushed. And then we just hit this huge explosion with the digital stuff to where, all of a sudden, maybe in the last, I don't know, 15 years, it's just gone so big to where you can do whatever you want on the computer, you know? Mm-hmm. And you got too many options. Oh, and yeah. you're, you know, paralyzed by options. That's me a lot of the time with the computer. So I just try to keep it as simple as possible. And I figure that what, you know, if a lot of the music that was made back in the day was made differently, mm-hmm. you never know. It couldn't, it, it might have lacked the charm that it had back then. And I find, piecing things together in the computer and like cross-stitching different recordings together, cross-fading different takes in and out to mask mistakes and get a continuous take piece together from like a hundred takes, you know, mm-hmm. I just find that you lose some magic there. And I think a lot of the reason that the old records had the magic they did is because they didn't have the technology to rely on. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they could have, I'm sure they would have. Oh Yeah. You got to excuse me for nerding out a little bit right there, man. I That's one of my, like, you know, wheelhouses when it comes to, you know, talking about music production. I just love it. Like, I can have a conversation about music production all day. But with that being said, you know, you're right. You know, like, you know, the warmth and, you know, the, 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 the you know, I, I could say, like, the grit that you would get from the analog sound. You can't really transition that into the digital form these days, you know? And that's why, you know, like I smiled when you mentioned about vinyl because it's good to see vinyl coming back because vinyl, like you don't get a better sound from anything else. I don't care if it's a tape, if it's a track CD or MP3, it's nothing like that vinyl sound, you know? So it's good to see that a lot of people are transitioning back to using vinyl. Absolutely. The frequencies are healing. You know, the sound is powerful. The sound can heal you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I see that you also are, you know, an an individual that has, you know, been well traveled throughout most of your life. And you have, you know, lived in various places. You've had very many different stops along your travels. Does any of that translate into the music that you produce nowadays? Yeah, I think inevitably it does. I mean... Because when you move all the time, you got to get rid of stuff, you know, or you keep thinking about, well, what am I going to do with this or that? So, you know, I've put my rig together for synthesizers and whatnot and just over time realized as I'm moving around, it's a freaking pain to keep it together. And 
it, that's probably one of the things that pulls me towards the acoustic guitar more is the lifestyle of having moved so much mm-hmm. and uh, translating that into the music definitely comes from, you know, just the nature of the way it's played. When you sit down and kind of meditate just with an instrument that's as expansive, but still as simple as the, the acoustic guitar, you know, when played in that way, mm-hmm. when you really open up the orchestral possibilities of the acoustic guitar, it just gives you this, this ground, this fertile ground where you can sit in a quiet, empty room and just meditate with the sound. And the things that come out are always going to be a reflection of your experiences. So mm-hmm. for me, those experiences these last few years, yeah, it's involved a lot of moving. Mm. Now, what would you say, what, you know, along your travels, what would you say that it actually began for you, you know, the pursuit of a career within the music industry? Mm. Well, it took me a little while. I didn't know, for example, when I started playing when I was 18, I didn't know that college students could go to college for music. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that existed. And I, uh, I was working on farms in western Colorado with my brother's guitar, and I was actually living for a while just in a school bus that didn't go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I was renting it from a farmer, and I was working on his farm, and I didn't have any power. I didn't have any water. I mean, I had water, but I had to bring it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'd be in there. I'd work all the time on the farm, and I'd come in, and every day I'd play my guitar and just kind of work out the ideas, you know, and mm-hmm. go into town and get little gigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So over time, that just developed, you know, and started putting the pieces together into a, a cohesive style. Mm. You know, that's, you know, the thing about musicians, you know, is they always have a very interesting, you know, story of getting started you know and that's one wow like living in a bus living in you know a bus that doesn't move you know i've heard stories like that before like i had a young man on here once before he told me he was actually living in his car and just traveling to different places and would just park his car and just live there for a few months and then just continue to travel about and during during those times you know he was still actively pursuing his music still you know making music still you know writing and recording and performing music like how did that help shape you mentally for this journey because people out there they don't realize like there's a lot that actually goes into the pursuit of a music career you know a lot of things you know sacrifices are involved as far as like you know giving up you know a lot of social time that you would spend with people or you know playing video games if that's one of the things that you're into there's a lot of things that people give up to pursue this career so like how did that prepare you mentally Mm, yeah that's a good question so in in regards to your last question as well it was around that time being around 18 19 working on farms you know that that sucks working on farms forever. And I just thought to myself, I got to do something. You know, I had come up as a teenager working in fast food restaurants and stuff, and I just didn't have much of a career path. So I thought, like most people do around that age, you know, what am I passionate about? And of course, the answer was playing the guitar. So from then on, the decision was made probably around 19 or 20, you know, and it was just a fight to to learn at that point. I definitely fell on my face plenty of times. There's plenty of people in Denver who can attest to having met me or heard me when I was much younger, you know, and well, a few years younger, having just moved to town and and still being very bright eyed and new to the instrument. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes a lot of time just working out the kinks once you decide to make it a career. And Mm -hmm. that is the most mentally preparing time, or that was at least for me, was after I had decided I wanted to do it. I went to music school for a little bit. 
I I studied hard for a little bit to get into some really out of the way school mm. in the country of Colorado because I knew a smaller school would have a better chance of accepting someone who didn't have very much experience. Mm-hmm. So taking that and just rolling with it, you know, and mm-hmm. once you decide going from there, yeah, like you said, it's a journey that takes years. And I don't know um, if you're familiar with Colonel Bruce Hampton, a jam band guy from Georgia, but he had said in regards to a question similar to yours, that it's an industry you probably shouldn't enter unless you really have to, you know, don't do it unless there's a gun to your head, because if you can do something else, you probably make a lot more money with a lot less uncertainty and stress, Mm. but it's what you got to do to fight for what you're crazy about. And I also remember Miles Davis saying that he would rather die than not create something on this earth. And that's the way I always felt. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure you know the same feeling as a musician and producer. You have something burning inside of the sound that you got to get out, you know, and if you don't, you're just, you know, for some people, you're just not happy or you're not in tune with yourself. You feel like you're not completing your purpose. I think that's the core of it for a lot of guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you because, like, when it comes to, you know, the things that I'm passionate about, I'm not satisfied or I'm not happy until I get the result that I am looking for. You know, so it's good to see that, you know, you have a lot of musicians out there that use that drive because, you know, it's like people like like one of the things like I say about myself is sometimes I don't really know exactly how good I am at something. So I'm always continuously asking questions on ways I can improve. And when you have somebody that has that type of determination, like even if you tell them like this perfect and they still feel like, no, nah, it could be even more better. Those are the type of people I feel as though really go far in life because it's like they have that undying determination to be, if not the best, one of the best, or at least missing in the conversation as being so. Would you agree to that? Absolutely. And to bring up Jimi Hendrix again, mm-hmm. I've heard it said in regards to him, probably on some interview or something that I watched, that that's a similar trend between all great artists is like you said you know, a desire and a constant yearning with moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, and a need to continue pushing the envelope. And that's what I always thought to myself when I really decided that I wanted to to play music was, you know, how cool would it be to be on the forefront of modern music, just on the cutting edge, you know, really just pushing the research. You know, it's like scientific research. And I just think it's like scientific research for vibes, vibrational healing with frequencies for people mm-hmm. and you know, just pushing that forward is probably the best thing you can do. So and seeing artists that have that yearning to continue building themselves up, not just for the sake of themselves, but for the sake of the music and the places that it can go and the development of it, while at the same time looking backwards and respecting tradition, that's a, that's a, probably the height of artistry that a lot of people are fighting to achieve, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with that one. And let me ask you, you know, from the time that you started till now, do you look back and often feel like, you know, this is the right choice for you? Do you feel like you made the right choice in pursuing, you know, a career in the music industry as opposed to doing something else? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely do. That's good. No question about it. That's good. Cause you know, you get a lot of people, even myself sometimes, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to be very transparent. Like I sometimes, you know, I think to myself, like when things aren't going my way, especially with, you know, working within the music industry, sometimes I wanted to myself, is this the right choice that I make? And then when I have conversations like this with, you know, good people like yourself and others that, you know, have come up here that we've had the privilege to, you know, 
roll out the red carpet for and bring them onto the show. When I have conversations with people that, you know, make me feel inspired, it makes me know that I did make the right choice in pursuing this particular, you know, lane. Cause it is a passion of mine. So like, I understand that completely. And, you know, I do thank you for answering that question, you know? Mm. Well, thank you. No problem. So with that being said, you know, um, I see, you know, back in 2017, you know, you came out with, you know, the new freedom movement LP and visions. Now with that being said, like, what was the result that were well, not the result, but what was the, you know, response that you got from people once you put these projects out? You know, generally positive, but at the time I didn't know how to promote a record and I didn't have any preparations to do that. So I think because of my own approach to releasing, to producing and releasing the record, it didn't get heard by too many people, which was fine with me because they were earlier efforts, you know? Mm -hmm. And while I enjoyed them, they really didn't uh, get listened to by too many people. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. How would you say from then until now, how has the response changed towards your music? Well, Part of the thing that's pulled me towards the acoustic music is just it ringing around in my head every time one of my friends or family members says, oh, I like that, you know, and it's always the finger-picking acoustic guitar stuff. Mm -hmm. I've done all sorts of stuff with the electronics, and I've always spent more time with that, trying to push for some sort of synthesizer-based sound to apply to electric bands. But when I started picking up the acoustic guitar again, just on the side, which I hadn't done in years, all my friends and family started saying, oh, I really like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I started realizing, man, so do I, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just started to find if there's something that I'm doing that touches my soul the most deeply, it's mm -hmm. that. And then it translates to other people naturally. And there's no way around that. Mm. Now, you have your upcoming album, Denver, and we also have, you know, the the the, the self... Well, and I'm not going to say self-titled, but we have the, you know, the the lead single from, you know, this project, which we're going to get into coming up after the end of this interview. What would you say, like, what was the inspiration that, you know, went into making this project? Mm, thank you for asking. It was a um, meditation on experiences, you know, moving around the country and living in and out of Denver and around Colorado for years and picking up this style of plan, living in Colorado Mm -hmm. um, so the title track in particular, it was improvised and it was on my brother's guitar. Mm. And I just sat down and was really kind of ruminating on my time here and starting to think about getting ready to move to Nashville just for different opportunities mm -hmm. and something that's a little more familiar to me, you know, being in the South and being with the country folk blues kind of music, you know, mm -hmm. where there's a much bigger scene for it down there. So kind of ruminating on all those things and just getting ready to leave one of my favorite places behind again and thinking about all, as you know, past relationships and people that you've met and come close with things that you've done and how they've shaped you. It was a time where I was really just sitting down, letting all that pour out and think about it. And it all poured out through the guitar onto that record. And, um, with that said, like, what would you say was your response to this record once, you know, everything was all said and done and then you put the project out? Mm. I was just, I'm so thrilled. You know, it's been getting a lot of people listening to it and people that I haven't talked to in years 
reaching out and saying, oh, I heard your record and I love it. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. You know, I've gotten a lot of support from friends, family, strangers, and things are just moving on the up and up. It seems that the album is being received very well, and I'm very grateful for that. That's good. And with, you know, us getting into, you know, the, 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 the last quarter here in 2022, what else can we expect from you going forward? Well, I'm planning some shows. I'm expecting to start touring the Southeast regionally. Um, just moving back down there around Nashville area and going to stay busy performing as much as I can because it's the most fun for me. Mm-hmm. And I just like to play the music out live, you know, go play the songs from the record and reinterpret them in a live setting. So I'm excited to bring a concert. That's just going to be a lot of fun. Mm. Well, Royce, we do appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come here onto the show with us here today and share your story and your experience with us. We definitely had a very enjoyable conversation, if I do say so myself. So I definitely do appreciate you for sharing with us, you know, some of your personal and also, you know, your experiences as well. Amelia, thank you. It was wonderful talking with you. I really appreciate you having me on the show. It was just a real pleasure to get to chat and hear all your thoughts and and questions and ideas, you know, it was, a, it was a real pleasure. Oh, you're absolutely welcome, man. And thank you. And before we get ready, you know, to wrap this up for anybody out there that's listening right now that would like to, you know, you know, show up to one of your performances that would like to, you know, listen to your music or even, you know, invite you onto, you know, their own show, their own platform, or even for other things. How could they get in contact with you? Well, I got a website just at my name. I'm pretty active on Instagram. And there's links everywhere that you can find my website. You know, I, I stay pretty uh, easy to reach through the Internet. And, you know, as far as the music goes, I always like to point people towards Bandcamp because it's a little easier for the fan and the artist, you know, mm-hmm. without a giant company like Spotify quite as in the way of the listening experience. You know, not everyone uses Spotify. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Well, man, once again, we thank you for taking the time out to come up here. And for everybody else that is listening right now, keep it locked and stay tuned. It's your boy Emilio Wackbar. We about to get into this single right here from Royce called Denver. So keep it locked right here. We'll be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio.
non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear the music, you already know. That means it is time for us to wrap things up here tonight on the show. But I want to say thank you to tonight's special guest, Royce DeZorzi, for dropping by and showing some love here tonight. Come to share his story with us, man. Definitely a dope interview. Definitely a dope individual, man. Definitely had a real good discussion with that young man. Make sure you go follow him on his social media sites. Go check out his website. And also be sure to go download and stream his music available now wherever you like to stream your music but that's gonna do it for here tonight ladies and gentlemen want to say thank you to our sponsors over there rapure.com if you have not yet gone to check out the official website it's rapure.com spelled a-u-r-e p-u-r-e.com and let them know that Emilio Ekbar sent you also want to send a special shout out and thank you to MJ's Hip Hop Connects thank you to Blackfish Radio promo team and definitely want to say thank you to the listeners out there for tuning in and checking this out here tonight be sure to check out the one hour presentation of the non-stop radio show monday through saturdays at 12 noon eastern standard time on miami's the radio.com spelled t-h-a radio.com that's gonna do it for me folks it's emilio whiteball signing off y'all be good out there you're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and r&b show on this side of the net this is non-stop radio
carefully craft Already told you we got this shit mastered I pick up what cat slip up without a hiccup A legend on the track called Lewis Try and keep up, we'll never meet up I'm too busy posting this heat up Step into the challenge, you steady putting your feet up A workaholic, how I ball It's a habit, the skill's impeccable People just gotta have it Make them gravitate as they orbit the grammar tactics Fire from the sun, show time without the magic You can't stop the rush, focus is automatic so like Rodman, three-peat on your squadron. Peace together for no problem. I got it in me. The energy to MC something you gotta envy. Believe me, the process, the vision. No illusion what you get in. It's already clear before the mixing. Line for line, I'm stitched in. Tight in the pocket like the sprocket to the cockpit. You slain when we rock it. Ask your friends who's the illest. Ask your friends who's the illest. Now carefully craft. Already told you we got this shit mastered. Radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects. And that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net.